Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Greg Ducharme, and this is the Round 1 CJ Cup Recap. Joining me tonight is Doug Bell, who is on the scene in Las Vegas uh, at Shadow Creek. Doug, what's the story out there? Well, first of all, welcome to the show. How's it going? <laughs> what was what was Shadow Creek all about, and did it live up to the hype? Yeah, Greg, great to see you. Um, yeah, you know, coming into this event, I said the legend of Shadow Creek, right? We've heard so much about it, and we saw the Tiger and Phil match, and, you know, it was always like, one day I'll get out there. Well, today was the day, and I fell in love with this golf course. I mean, Greg, it's incredible. You, you could – I could blindfold you, fly you in, in a helicopter, and drop you down in here, and you would never know you're in Las Vegas. I mean, this golf course is so special. It looks like North Carolina, Pinehurst. I mean, it is – Every hole is just, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's it, unbelievable. On, t- on, on TV, it looks like, um, it looked like Muirfield Village. It had yeah. like that that sense. The color, the shading of the greens and the fairways looked like Muirfield Village. And seeing the way the ball responded to was, was just fantastic, right? Yeah, and the greens are special. They're bent grass. They're thriving in this kind of weather. Uh, the players are just raving about the greens. You know, you hear that from the players a lot. Hey, these, are, these are the best greens we've ever played, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But I, I genuinely believe it when they say this week. Um, and, and Tyrrell Hatton and John Rom told me between Augusta and here are the two best putting surfaces they play all year in professional golf. So when you start getting compared to the putting surfaces at Augusta National, uh, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like comparing a basketball player to Michael Jordan, right? It's like giving uh, <laughs> right. Colin Morikawa a comparison to um, to Tiger Woods based on an early start. It's a big deal, right? It's a yeah. it's a lofty comparison. But I will say, Doug, it looked like the ball on the greens was behaving a little bit like Augusta National, which was um, would great to see. And one player in particular really looked ready for this round. He looked like he was ready for the Masters, ready for Augusta National. It was Tyrrell Hatton. Uh, he lit it up today. Um, and, and he was a player that I wasn't really thinking was going to be in the mix, coming off of a win overseas, uh, a long trip, and kind of, you just got to win. You just reached your peak. And yet here he is, our round one leader. What, did, what, did, what impressed you about him so much today? Ball striking, which is always his MO. I mean, he's a great iron player and vastly underrated. I mean, on this show and others, I mean, we talk about it probably more on this show than anybody else. But when you talk, ask just a, a general reporter who are the best ball strikers, they're not going to mention Tyrrell Hatton, but they should. And he was number one in strokes gained approach shots today. Picked up like four shots in the field. He does it every time he plays and plays well. Did it at the Arnold Palmer. Did it last week at Wentworth. I mean, this guy, it's great iron shots and his putting was good today. I uh, did admit he has jet lag, has a sore throat. He's really tired, was exhausted, got frustrated with himself today uh, on a couple of holes because he said he was so tired. But uh, all in all, it's just he continued to sell or play from last week. I don't know if he can sustain that because he's traveled a long way from England to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, but we'll see. He said he hopes to get a good night's rest tonight. I think that'll be key for him going forward. 
Do you think that's enough? I mean, realistically, when when you talk to a player like this, does does he really does he believe that one night's rest can get him back into form, or does it take a week? Like like how long does this um this tired or exhausted or phase where you're maybe worried about a player's energy levels? How long does it take to to recoup that? Well, I think it depends on the person. Number one, I think if you ask Gary Player, ah, oh, it doesn't take any time at all. You know, Gary Player is the uh, ult- ultimate optimist, and of course, always kept himself in great physical shape. I think for a guy like Hatton, um, he he feels, and he told me, he said, "Listen, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. I'm going to try to get my clock back on schedule, at least close to it, because you've had jet lag. I mean, it stinks for two or three days. You're just not quite yourself. And so, I think he wants to try to get back on track to try to sustain this." be pretty special to win what he did did last week and then win again against this field that'd be that would be pretty incredible i don't think he can do it because i think he's going to run out of gas but but we'll see i tend to agree with you um but it's hard to say because you're right we always look at him as a like he we talk about him a lot here on the first cut but it's not because he is elite in a category as you mentioned it's not because he's elite iron player Right. We talk about him because of his antics. We talk about him because of and, and his success, but it's the general, the way he carries himself, things he says, shooting a fake shotgun. We talk about these things all the time because they're entertaining, but we don't put him in a class of a Colin Morikawa or a, um, a, a Justin Thomas um, in, in terms of iron play, in terms of overall tee to green play. We just, we don't. And, um, you know, if he continues to play the way he's played this year, he's going to get himself into into a, a position where he really is considered amongst that threat. But you know, one other thing about you, you were talking about jet lag and I've always wondered with PGA tour players, especially uh, of his caliber, the way that they're flying is a lot. Di- I mean, they're not flying in the cattle car, right? But here's the thing about, about flying over after a win. It's one thing to get a good night's sleep on an air on a flight, but you win a golf tournament. You're not sleeping. Right. right. I mean, that is, you're so excited. So I do think there's a fatigue factor. It was an impressive round today. Um, and I, I, I'm curious to see how um, how it plays forward for the rest of the week. Uh, but speaking of the rest of the week, Doug, is there a player here that you think going forward has a real shot? If you think that Hatton is going to get, uh, yeah. you know, kind of run out of gas, who's the next guy you're looking at that's going to jump up on top of the leaderboard? Um, John Rom. I, I think Rom is the guy. Uh, and he shot a solid 500 today. Uh, and I think he's the guy who's who can become number one in the world again because Dustin Johnson is not here because of the COVID test, and he finishes top four or higher. John Rahm will be the new number one again. But I think it, he's on in in line to win this week. Uh, I just think he's well rested. He seemed very confident when I was talking to him. Uh, absolutely loves the golf course. And it was funny. I said, "Hey, uh, do you like these fast greens or these kind of greens you like?" And so he said. Oh, are you asking me if I like absolutely perfect greens? He said, yeah, I do. Because he said, once you pick a line, it's going in. If you pick the right line, it will fall on these greens. So it sounds to me like a guy who's ready to become number one again and also win this week. His game is so strong all around. Yeah. Um, and we were having, we had a, a little chat before the, the podcast and Kyle was saying, Hey, uh, watch out alert. He sent us all an alert saying, Hey, watch out. Uh, John Rom lost strokes gain putting today, which, you know, our model here on, on the first cut, we talk about the guys that putt poorly and still shoot good scores are guys that are likely favorites heading into the next day. And if you look down this list, you have John Rom who led the field off the tee. He was fourth approaching the green. 
and he was 42nd in the field putting. He lost uh, 0.04 strokes putting. So he's the guy that you look for and say, okay, yeah, I think he's going to have a great performance, especially if he um, if he likes the greens. Not only did he lose strokes on the greens, but he likes them. So that that gives you another bit of confidence. And one other thing that I I will point out, Doug, the the top two players on the leaderboard uh, are are one and two in strokes gain approach the green. So your best iron players of the day are the guys sitting on top of the leaderboard here, Tyrrell Hatton and Russell Henley. Xander Shoffley is also with Russell Henley at six under par. He was 14th approaching the green. Um, but I think with John Rahm sitting there at, at fourth uh, approaching the green, his iron play looks to be in pretty good form. Is there anybody else that jumps out at you? Um, Shoffley, obviously, you mentioned him. I think these kind of difficult setups fits him perfectly. Uh, he thrives in tough setups. He really does. Um, this course, by the way, Greg, is going to get tougher. Uh, we saw good scores today, this morning, uh, when Tyrrell got off of that birdie birdie eagle start. There was no wind. I mean, it was ripe for the picking. But this course, man, those greens, they can put some hole locations on there that are going to drive these guys crazy. By Sunday, this place is going to be really, really tough. And, and I think the cream will rise. You know, we're talking about Rob and Shoffley. Maybe Hatton, if he can stay awake, uh, guys like that. Uh, in this kind of field, it, it weeds – I mean, there's not going to be any pretenders come Sunday on this golf course against this field. Yeah, Doug, I think you're spot on. And that's one of the reasons why I like Xander heading into the week. Cream rises to the top. I think we see it again this week. We'll be looking forward to that. Um, we'll be watching all week long, and you can follow the action right here. Uh, the first cut will be with you after each round, as always. Uh, of, of the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. Doug Bell, thank you for joining. You can get him on Twitter at uh, Doug Bell Sports Guy. I'm Greg Ducharme. You can get me on Twitter at The Real GFD. That's all we have for you tonight. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. of sports mixed with your pop culture along with humor and celebrity interviews your earbuds are enjoying the rich eisen show dan orlovsky are you still a Jaden daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy i think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one i think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft every quarterback in the nfl is accurate he's got the best on tape number two most transferable stuff to the nfl and then i think the third thing is pocket peace search for the rich eisen show on youtube or wherever you listen